Blog Talk Radio. Hello, welcome to Snake Oil Radio here on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for joining me today. That's my intro from a flashback to the early 80s. Slave to Love by Brian Ferry. Anyway, this is not a show about music, though. This is our astrology show. And uh, my name is Jim Ventura. And again, welcome to the show. If it's your first time tuning into Snake Oil Radio, uh, I've got a couple different formats on our weekly show. Uh, Today's show, one of my most popular. I guess understandably show, uh, so is our um, astrology show. I'm also going to take live calls uh, about 20 minutes into the show for five-minute mini-readings. So uh, if you're interested in calling in, uh, I will uh, take phone calls in about 20 minutes for the last 20, 25 minutes of the show. I should be able to get stuff for callers in maybe five. So uh, again, first time tuning in to the show, my name is Jim Ventura. I am a professional astrologer and navigational consultant. It uh, means I work with all kinds of different oracles like uh, runestones and tarot, numerology, animal cards, angel cards. So uh, I've been doing uh, personal sessions for clients here in my home office in Phoenix for almost uh, about 20 years now. And uh, I do sessions by phone as well. If interested in any personal sessions or uh, go to my uh, or my books or my blog column, go to my website at jimventura.com. To get some information about all of that. If you're not already getting my monthly newsletter, email me at venturasage at yahoo.com and I'll add you to the monthly column list. Uh, it's a blind copied out column, so no one will get your email address from me. And you get to read my books before they go into print, of course, because that's what my columns are. And uh, a lot of other good information. You can take advantage of any specials that I run from time to time for sessions and also be doing some online classes in uh, 2014 as well. So some good stuff coming up in the coming year. Uh, okay, so today is our astrology show. So I want to kind of comment on what's happening overall with current astrology, give you guys some ideas on what's been going on, where things are heading, so you got a feel for the overview of our, our own, you know, kind of the, the larger term astrology as well as how this influences us personally. And again, and then a little bit, I'll, when I announce it, I'll, I'll start taking uh, live calls. So uh, if you're already waiting, uh, please be patient. I will get to the phones in about 20 minutes, and I'll take the calls in order as they come in. Okay. So uh, as everyone knows, we've talked about this on previous shows. Well, maybe everyone doesn't know this. So uh, Mercury went direct uh, back on around the 10th of November. So uh, Mercury had been retrograde in Scorpio, so hopefully for everyone, um, whatever issues this kind of presented will have gotten cleared up or become um, just something that you're more aware of or you're more understanding of. Mercury in, in astrology represents how we communicate, how we think, how we express ourselves. Um, Mercury retrogrades mean the planet goes theoretically backwards for about three weeks every few months. 
And, you know, standard course of events has screwed up communications and phone lines and appointments and, you know, it tends to kind of mess things up in a practical sense in relation to anything about communication. But ultimately what it really boils down to is, is it really gets us to look at the area and issue of our life. Now, if you look at your, your personal astrology chart, uh, you will see that, of course, Mercury is going to natally be in a house. And natally means that's where it was when you were born. So it's a general theme that you follow in terms of your communication style. For instance, if you have Mercury in Sagittarius when you were born, you're going to tend to think and communicate like a Sagittarius. Now, that, you could have a different sun sign. Your sun could be in Capricorn or Aquarius or Scorpio or, um, or uh, even Libra, and Mercury could actually be in Sagittarius. So uh, the natal, of course, is going to be more about kind of your life theme, the way that you tend to do it. But as we go through transits, meaning where the planets move, uh, you know, it is just going to trigger different areas in your chart and different themes for us to consider. So Mercury, for the last couple of weeks, had been retrograde in Scorpio. So, of course, what this was doing was really bringing up a lot of issues about our sense of personal power in the world, uh, how, we, uh, how we handle, you know, how we influence or even stronger word, manipulate others, or how others influence us, or how we are uh, manipulated by others. You know, anything related to Scorpio is, you know, of course, birth, death, transformation, kind of the deeper issues of life, areas where we feel intensity, you know, shared resources financially. Um, so we had this retrograde motion for the last couple of weeks. So I know this one was very noticeable for me because not only was you know, a lot of those issues kind of being brought up, but for me, Merc, uh, Scorpio is in my seventh house in, in marriage and partnerships and relationships with others. So uh, I had some interesting experiences that I, <laughs> I won't share right now uh, for, for lack of time around that area. But uh, again, a house that it's in is even going to get really more potent as to where this is operating from. But when I went, went direct again, you know, what really it should have done is it should have given you kind of an opportunity to really, really look at where you put your energy, your personal power in that sense, um, and whether you're struggling or you're able to kind of go with the flow of things in some respects, um, and it can bring this to surface. I had a number of friends that, that had some difficult experiences around my, uh, financial stuff during this particular process. Um, a few uh, people I know that actually had their wages garnished, credit card issues, and a few other things that kind of came up. I, I was thankfully lucky enough not to have gone through anything like that. But... Um, Definitely could see a number of power plays that kind of went down the pike for a lot of people. So, again, that's what usually happens once the planet goes direct again. It's kind of like we figure something out. You may not even be pleased necessarily as much as we just kind of figure something out or we're taking a different approach. Because really what Scorpio asks us to do if we're an evolved person spiritually is to rise above those lower base emotions. You know, just because you could use power even in a negative way doesn't mean that you should. So now we've got uh, this movement. And, you know, Mercury will go into Sagittarius in about two weeks as well, but uh, the sun itself is about to go into Sagittarius uh, tomorrow at some point. The sun will move into Sagittarius. So for all of uh, you know, my Sagittarius listeners, of course, this is what we call a solar return. The sun comes back to the place it was when we're born. Uh, you know, for most of us, what we're going to experience with the sun moving into Sagittarius for the next month is it's going to really kind of get you thinking a lot about 
your urge to expand intellectually, um, to teach, to uh, be more optimistic, goals, um, to begin to look at our long-range goals. Uh, for a lot of people, when, as things go into Sagittarius, there's often a spur to travel, uh, just to kind of expand your boundaries at some levels. Um, you know, if you're natally a fire sign, usually when the sun is in another fire sign, just a little extra information for you guys to follow with, you'll often have kind of a, almost like, it almost actually acts as even like a motivator at some level. Same thing for even air signs often can benefit during, a, uh, you know, the sun in a, in, a, in a fire sign time because it can kind of feed the air, so to speak. Water signs, sometimes the fire can be, feel a little pushy, the energy of it. Um, and for earth signs, uh, it can feel, you know, that same way, like you're being a little bit scorched, so to speak. Of course, there's a lot to do with the rest of your chart and what are the influences that we have. Because, again, our sun sign is really the sign the sun was in when we were born. It is just one aspect of who we are. But natally, as we've got this move from, uh, into, uh, you know, out of Scorpio into Sagittarius, again, what most of us are going to find is it really is going to pull us a little bit out of the intensity or power of Scorpio in the good and bad sense and move us into a more optimistic kind of place where we find ourselves reaching for things. You know, most Sagittarius are full of themselves. <laughs> and you can look at that in the best possible sense as being, you know, confident and happy with who they are as a general rule. Um, but, uh, you know, sometimes Sagittarius can, you know, I, I'm a Sagittarius. I went on a blind date a week ago, and, and my date told me that I talk too much, uh, which was really a bitter probably response to a rejection because I was not going to go out again and just didn't really click. But uh, I was, you know, I had a laugh. I'm thinking I'm a Sagittarius myself, and I talk too much. I'm a radio show host. I do counseling for a living. I do videos, all kinds of things. I mean, my thing is talking. So uh, I probably do talk a little too much. But uh, I know as a counselor, I'm also a good listener. Uh, but that probably has more to do with my moon being in Libra. Uh, Libra can make us good at uh, that harmony and that balance. So, yeah, so we've got the sun moving into Sag for the next month. Uh, let's see, Mars is still in Virgo, and Mars will stay in a sign for about two months. So really, what, when Mars is like our male energy, our, our aggressive kind of masculine energy, so Mars in Virgo really is going to get us to be a bit more meticulous in how we do things. Uh, we'll often have a very strong urge to get work done, uh, to be more uh, effective in a very, very practical sense. Um, a lot of times people will find themselves putting more energy into their work, uh, sometimes this can be other areas like health, body maintenance, things of that nature. But as Mars kind of pushes its way through Virgo, again, it's really going to push us to kind of fix, to solve, and resolve things. Because that's the strength of Virgo. Anytime something's in Virgo in our charts natally, as well as we feel it somewhat through transits, uh, we get that sense that things can be solved and resolved if we take a pragmatic approach to it. So we've got another couple of weeks with Mars pushing its way through Virgo. Venus is way ahead at this point. Um, Venus and, and Mercury are usually within one or two signs of the sun, by the way. So uh, Venus is way ahead of both Mercury and the sun for the last uh, month or two. It's, it's way into Capricorn at this point. I believe it will go retrograde backwards for a couple of weeks in early uh, January or so, and then the sun and Mercury, of course, will then catch up with it, so to speak. So that should be... Uh, somewhat, I believe late December, probably early, uh, early 
January, that'll go retrograde. You know, Venus retrogrades are typically not that difficult. I think as a general rule, Venus is our feminine energy, our creativity, um, our, you know, our, our sensitive side. But Venus itself is kind of an easy planet. It may make us look a bit at where we're overindulging or we're being too passive in some respects as it goes retrograde. But um, it really is basically a receptive planet. I don't, I don't find Venus retrogrades to be terribly uh, difficult for, for most people uh, from what I've noticed. Now, let's talk a little bit about the bridge planets. Um, both uh, Jupiter and Saturn are what we call bridge planets. The, the personal planets are the Sun, Moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars. Yes, of course, the Sun and the Moon are not planets. That's the terminology referencing the, the, the uh, celestial bodies in our solar system that are influences that represent attributes of us. Uh, bridge planets are Jupiter and Saturn because they are somewhat outer planets, but they're not like outer planets in the sense of Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto that stay in a sign for so long that they tend to be kind of more generational, even house-wise. You know, like Pluto has been in Capricorn for since 2008 and will be there, I believe, probably at least until, I want to say probably 2020 maybe, uh, probably a little longer, maybe 22. It's a long time before Pluto moves out of the sign. The, the outer planets, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, are really more personal in terms of the house's that the influence in our charts. So I'm going to leave some of that info out. We've talked about that before on past shows. Talk a bit today about Jupiter and Saturn, and then I want to kind of get to the phone lines a little earlier than normal today. Uh, we've got a number of callers, so I want to get to the callers in just a little bit. But first, let's talk about Jupiter. So Jupiter it has been transiting through Cancer, and Jupiter represents kind of where we're philosophical, kind of larger than life, um, optimistic, lucky kind of have a positive uh, disposition toward things. Um, it's a very big, colorful planet, of course, and it transits through a house for about a year to a year and a half in our natal charts. So it's been going through cancer for the last year. Uh, it went retrograde earlier this month, I think maybe around the 6th or 7th or so, maybe earlier in November in cancer. So let me give you kind of a, a, a feel for what that's probably doing. Again, wherever Jupiter is in your chart natally is significant, and, of course, whatever house it's transiting is, of course, even more significant. And, but as a general rule, Jupiter through Cancer, what that's going to do is it's really going to have us looking at our sense of rootedness, our home, our family, you know, whether it's our actual family we were born from or, you know, our work family or the family of friends that we've developed around us. So Jupiter's move through Cancer is really significant uh, in that way because it really is going to get us to attempt to expand the way we view family. Now, as it goes retrograde uh, for the next couple of months, you know, whatever issues we've been having around family, how we're nurtured, our home, all of those things are going to be readdressed, so to speak, you know, maybe in a little bit of an uncomfortable way. Again, I think of Jupiter retrogrades are similar to Venus and they're usually not that traumatic, um, they really kind of ask us to look at whether we need to be more optimistic and more positive and, 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 and expand the way we're looking at something philosophically and also where we tend to overdo it, where we might be a little heavy-handed in that sense, where we can kind of get a little too pie in the sky. It's kind of like the you know, Jupiter can be, you know, it's like knowing you've got money coming your way and spending it before you've actually got it in your hands. 
<laughs> that's a good example, you know, of, of Jupiter, um, you know, that optimism in that sense. Well, it's coming. Well, it's actually here yet. So a lot of themes around that. And, you know, the funny part of it all is that's where the other bridge planet comes into play when we look at, uh, when we look at uh, Saturn. Because Saturn is that other kind of influence that acts as a bridge planet. You know, Saturn in our, our chart is where we tend to have difficulty, where we're cautious, where things seem to take forever in our life, where we have kind of some hard lessons to learn. Um, you know, Saturn is that planet that I, I kind of humorously say it's like the lump of coal that you polish into a diamond over time because it eventually becomes a thing in your chart that's really good and that you're strong at. Um, so the house placement, again, is going to be real significant here as well as the sign. But um, it can be tough, uh, Saturn. And Saturn has been transiting through uh, Scorpio. So where Jupiter wants us to expand, Saturn wants to restrict us and, and ask us to be more cautious. So it's moved to Scorpio. I've talked about that on past shows. Really, we've seen a lot of very strong kind of karmic repercussions um, around, um, you know, without getting too political. I had mentioned this on a previous show. You know, the Anthony Weiner scandal was a great example of, of a Saturn and Scorpio influence where he used his sexual energy maybe a little, mm, it's not so appropriately. I hate to get moral about things like that because I really don't care what people do sexually. I don't know why everybody does. But still, it wasn't really good for his career. Um, we've got that other idiot right now, that mayor in, in Toronto, the one that's like the crack-smoking mayor. <laughs> that's like the, the hammer's coming down on, on this one, even though a lot of people are still supporting him too, strangely enough. And uh, we see a lot of... Um, like almost kind of fast karma. You know, as Saturn moves to Scorpio, if you're doing something dark or difficult, it's going to come to the surface in a way a lot faster. Um, Saturn asks us to be more cautious about you know, where we put our, 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 our power, our sexual energy, our, you know, our intensity in that way. So we've had a lot of themes about that. And Saturn's got a good another year moving through uh, Scorpio before it moves into Sagittarius. So... Again, think of it this way when we're looking at the, uh, those planets. It's like, you know, Jupiter shows us where to expand, to be philosophical, to take a larger point of view. Um, optimistically, Saturn asks us to be cautious, to be restrictive. You can see this very clearly. It's like the difference between talking to a Sagittarius, who's ruled by Jupiter, and then talking to a, a Capricorn who's ruled by Saturn. You know, Capricorn is going to take a more staunch approach to things, uh, than most Sagittarians necessarily would, because uh, again, their ruling planet is Saturn. But uh, you know, no, no, no bad thoughts to my cat friends here, guys. Remember that too. That the beauty of Capricorn is it can be a tough sign when you're younger, because of that sense of that Saturnian energy being on your shoulder, feeling the weight of the world. And then as you get older, um, you know, Saturn becomes a really good thing because you often become very good at what you do. Uh, very, very strong about it, very, very solid in a way that really can be quite a talent to just have to be polished for a while. So that's some of the basics of the planets. Uh, a couple things I could talk about. I may um, go back to them after my phone calls. I think I'm going to take some live calls. We've got a number of people already kind of hanging and waiting, so I want to take um, some calls. Uh, so if we have time to show, go back to some of the astrology. Otherwise, I'm going to take some live calls here. Uh, I'm going to let you guys ask a question. I'm going to ask what your name is and what birth is so I know your sign, what's your sun sign, and then we'll see if you have a question. I'll pull a card or two or a runestone or an animal card or an angel card. Uh, you can let me pick an oracle for you, 
or um, you can request one, um, and I'll, I'll, I'll you know pull one of the one of the oracle options. So the options are angel cards, rune stones, tarot cards, or uh, animal totem cards. And I'll, I'll probably call post a card or two or one thing because we've got to keep these down to five minutes. So uh, I know it's easy. I, I, I'm a talker. That's why when I do personal sessions with people, I you know most of the time I don't. I try to do at least a 45 minute session because you know there's a lot of stuff you need to talk about. Um, uh, someone in the chat room just wrote Sagittarians rock, and then they locked out. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll go with that. I'm a Sagittarius. I, I can agree with that. All right, so let me take my first caller here. Um, 415, welcome to Snake Oil Radio. Thank you. Uh, first time calling. Uh, my name uh, is Sophie. Name? Sophie? Sophie? Yeah. Gotcha. And right. um, um, I'm a which Capricorn, but that is... Cap- um, yeah, I'm a Capricorn. The month Cap- is January. The date is 15. All right. <laughs> so you were just talking about Capricorns. I agree. Um, very heavy sign when you're young, and I think as you get older, you lighten up a bit. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what? I always say Capricorns, like, you're born with a sense of awareness of society's rules and structures, like, very strongly. Yes. And, I mean, that's a great thing when you're 40. It sucks when you're 10. You know what I mean? That's why mm-hmm. I always say, you know, Caps have that... That they can have that heaviness about them in that way. But that's the thing that's great about being Capricorn, too, is one, you know, Caps often age very well because Capricorn rules bone structure. So uh, uh, that's a good thing to know for Caps. Yeah, you guys Yeah, because people really all the time well. think I'm much younger. So younger. it's interesting that you say, yes. This is yes. Capricorn, and she looks probably like she's at best maybe 43. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, it's just, you know what I mean? And, and, and I remember her as a kid. She would be, like, cooking and cleaning and taking care of all <laughs> that family matters when she was nine. I was always like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? And I just wanted yes. a Sagittarius. I just wanted to play. <laughs> oh, know? that's but interesting. Was, so. Yeah, you know, that's interesting that you say that because maybe that is a good um, balance, like Cap Sag, because the man yeah. that um, I've had this romantic link with, he's a, a, a Sag. And I right. never really thought I'd be, like, but I've actually had a, a boyfriend before him that was a Sag. That was a lot of fun for me and uh, very supportive. So right. uh, for me, um, Sag has been great, actually, uh, yeah, um, on the know, male it, front. It's funny. It can, really, it can work. Positive pull of Sagittarius is I understand, and the negative is I exaggerate. So that's, if you understand okay. that about Sagittarians, and when it's bad, they do it ultra-dramatically as well. And when it's good, okay. they hype it up to even better than it is in that sense. You know, that's just always have an opinion about everything. And if you can just listen to them, they're usually happy. <laughs> in that sense, it's hurt <laughs> what they have to say. You know what I mean? So uh, Capricorn needs to mull on it for a while where Cap's going to, Sag is just going to spout it out a lot quicker. Anyway, yeah. So... Do you have a specific question you want to ask, or what's your? Yeah, um, I do. I, do you see a, a marriage for me in the future? Um, okay. Now, I, I've, I, I would like the runes or tarot. Right. Okay. Either so one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull. I pulled the rune, and I'm gonna pull. I want to pull a, a card for the future in the question as well, too. So. Um, let me see what, hold on one second, let me see what comes up here on that question. Okay, so um, here's the thing. I've got some, I'm getting some good signs around this for you. Um, okay. The High Priestess comes up as your totem uh, card for the throw on the question, which means that 
there are things happening that you can't exactly feel the detail of it yet specifically. Okay. But often the high priestess means you're sensing or feeling something um, that's yes. happening or getting ready to come and play in the future. And it's upright. Yes, I am sensing things. Yes. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's upright. It means that, you know, your spirit guides and your angels are maneuvering things, so to speak, okay. a little bit. In that sense, I used to get this card all the time uh, a couple of years back and uh, when I was even going through difficulties and I found that a lot of things turned out really good, surprisingly, even though it was, you know, tough. That was like during the economy being terrible and everything, too. You know what I mean? Um, yes. So, so there's some real, you know, and, and it really means that, you know, the, the high priestess is about that part of us that wants to nurture or be nurtured and, and connecting at some level. Yes. So there's a real positive there. And then I pulled a rune for what your action was around this situation, and it came up the rune um, of um, of uh, possessions and cattle. And let me explain that what that means to you in a minute here, and you'll actually understand why this is in in the in the Viking culture. There was no money exchange; it was really large okay. in the form of exchange of money. So okay. it's called fahu. It means possessions, nourishment, and cattle. Um, let me read a little quick passage to this for you when you'll get kind of a feel around it. Um, it's S-A-L-U, Salu? F-E-H-U. F is okay. in Frank, E is in elephant, H is in ham, U is in underwear. Okay. Thank you. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he says, Sehu uh, is a rune of fulfillment, of ambition satisfied, love shared, rewards received. It promises nourishment from the most worldly to the sacred and the divine. For the ancient principle, as above, so below holds true, then we're also here to nourish God. So that's a little part of partial passage of it. So it, it really means entering into a prosperous, positive period in your life okay. um, where things are going your way. What I'm sensing about this is um, I feel like this is really, I'm getting a definite as of coming up in the coming year. Um, I feel very, very strongly about things in March of this year for you in that sense okay. where a lot of stuff is kind of clicking into place. So I think you're on the right track with this. Um, okay. Are you kind of feeling that too? Yeah, I'm feeling um, I am. I feel like I'm ending a cycle and then this underlying kind of dreams and wishes and hopes um, yeah. are coming up to the surface. So it's like a completion of one thing I wanted yeah. to complete. And then the Absolutely. other thing, because I was like, it felt like all those like dreams, hopes, and wishes were like standing still. But then yeah. I had a vision in my meditation today um, right. that um, though it's standing still and it seemed dormant, it's actually in yeah. um, uh, uh, an invisible realm. Um, right. Um, yeah, making progress. So, like, it feels like it's not making progress, but it, it, my no, meditation showed me something different today. That was happening, coming in. And I feel like what I'm hearing is it really didn't click together partly because of issues with timing, but also there was still some underlying fears around it. And okay. it feels like you've been sitting still, but you really haven't been. You've actually been clearing up those fears I just feel like you're more open to it in that sense at this point in the game. And the other thing is I feel like I just kind of keep feeling like it's also like you're not chasing anymore. It's more about letting something come to you, and that's yes. what this is about. So you've okay. been doing more work than you know. Okay. You know what I mean? Just well, that, this has been a, a confirmation, and I'm, I'm yeah. really 
you know, glad uh, because it just helps me to be more in tune with the spirit world and how it works. Yes. You know, I'm a cappy, so I tend to go with logic a lot, right. but I do have an intuitive side to me, very psychic and intuitive side to me as well. And it's great because it it's, it's being able to integrate both of those things. Uh, taking the practical and, into, and using that with the spiritual is a very powerful combination. You know, some, some people get, you know, it's like the, they get too spiritual that they lose their grounding on the planet, too. And mm-hmm. we need to remember that. Both. So you've already got the grounding. So now it's integrating both of those things. So excellent. Thank you, Jim. I've really awesome. enjoyed this so much. I'll be listening again. All right. Thank you for calling in. It's great to talk to you. Have a cast. blessed day. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> you too. <laughs> excellent. <laughs> yeah, I always, uh, you got to enjoy the... Uh, uh, that's why I would say, because so many signs get maligned in the Zodiac, and you know, people say, oh, you got to watch out for those Scorpios, you know, and those Pisces are, you know what, don't listen to what anybody says. You know, I would say about that Pisces is another example of being like the sign that's so impractical. That is so not true. This Pisces are some of the best business people you'll ever run across. They're also weird where they're like jazz players at night on the side or poets at the same time, but they don't ever buy the, the, the standard you know, as I like to call it, my New York vernacular crapola about what something is supposed to be. You know what I mean? There's, there's so many sides to us and our signs. Okay, so thank you. That was a great call. I'm glad you get some, some good positive news here. Take my next caller here. 720, welcome to Snake Oil Radio. Hello. Hi, good evening. How are you? My name is Michelle. Pretty good. How are Michelle? you? Good. I'm doing great, Michelle. When's your uh, day and month of birth? It's 813. I'm a Leo. Leo. Okay. Very good. All right. So it's your first time calling in? Yes. But um, it's the first time calling in, but I've actually been catching a couple of the shows, really cool. enjoying them. They're very informative. I like them. Good. I appreciate that. That's awesome. All right. So tell me what your question is, and we'll see what we can get for you today. Alrighty. Uh My question actually is I have... Um, Two people that are, I'm looking to start a business, and one um, is looking like traditional financing, and the other is saying that there's an opportunity to get a grant as financing, and I'm just wondering if you're able to see, like, which one um, is actually going to be one to come through, because I know that I've um, been told, like, investors also. Right. So the business question and then also the grant question, right? Perfect. Yeah. Let me get my I'm well, gonna because, get a different oracle um, for this. Because I'm starting the business, but I'm wondering, is the money to start it going to come from the grant that just like became an option or is it gonna come from actual investors? Right. Okay. So let's see, the business energy is coming up pink. <laughs> Comes up. green intensified. Okay, great. All right, I did some color cubes for you. So I got I got just all kinds of different oracles. It's like I'm the man with all the bag of tricks here. Uh, that's why some of those people ask me to do readings from this. How can you come to my house? I'm like, it's just easy just to come here. I've got all my stuff here. You know what I mean? Uh, and that's, that's anyway. So yeah. I did these color cubes for your um, your questions, and, and I'll tell you what they all are in a minute. Um, by the way, positive pole of Leo is I will, 
and the negative is I pretend. And, uh, and the yeah, I pretend I part is Leos are notorious <laughs> script writers. You've got to be careful of making sure the script actually happens, not just because you wrote it in your head in that sense. But okay. the willfulness is Leo's power to really direct energy when they, when they choose to creatively as well. So um, here's what I'm getting. One, that when I wrote the color cube on the business, it came up pink, which means this is really something that you love. This is something that is almost warming for you in some respects. Pink usually means there's something really good in it somehow in that sense. So I encourage you to keep on, the, on that track. I think no matter what, no matter what the, the pull is in either direction, I feel like you're on the right track with this. Um, okay. Is this something that is important to you that way? Uh, yes, definitely. This is like um, my spiritual work that I'm yeah. actually doing. Yeah, it's like a heart thing in that way when it comes up pink. It means it, it, you know, it's warmth for others, it's warmth for yourself, very strong that way. Um, the second thing I asked about when I wrote the colors was I asked about a grant, and it came up yellow. That's a really, really good sign also. It means that you'll, you'll be able to do this. You just have to absolutely dot, you know, uh, sign on the dotted line, take care of all the details of it, direct your energy and your focus toward getting this. But yellow usually means a happy outcome connected with it. So okay. I do feel like there, there is a way for you to get support on this from that angle, and I am going to encourage you. What I'm hearing from your guys is they said, they're saying, like, keep researching and, and, and checking out different options because I think you've got some real smarts here and being able to pull this together in some way. So I really, really like that, that direction for you to look that way. Um, and then the other thing you asked about, and I'm, I hope I'm getting this right, was you asked about like investors. Yeah. And that came up green intensified. So that's like a catch-22, because green intensified means it could work. On the negative side, you'd have to have, deal with people <laughs> in a specific kind of a way. It's almost like... I'm laughing as I'm saying it because I think I totally know what I'm talking about here. It's like there's a benefit yeah. at some level, but then you have to deal with the people that, you know what I mean, and their opinions and their point of view. I just don't – I'm hearing that not everyone would necessarily be silent. And, uh, so if you can handle the, – the, the, if you can keep them at peace, you can do it. But I and – I, and I'm not – and greeting usually means it's connected with money. So, yeah, I think you can do it. I just kind of hear a catch-22 around it. I think the cleaner road would be to get a grant for it and this your own way. I do think you may want to look at both options in that sense and just understand that there is a connective with investor energy. But it looks promising. Okay. Right. That is wonderful. Yeah, you're on the right track with it. Pink is really a good sign. It means you're doing something that you love. And, and when you're doing something that you love and you have that willingness to share with others. You know, remember, the, I would say the great thing about Leo is Leo's, um, you guys really love to be seen as the giver. Like you like that. I mean, it's the proud lion syndrome. It's like if you can give and be generous and transform people and help them and entertain them and, oh, that makes Leo happy. You know what I mean? In that sense. Uh, <laughs> So, um, so milk it, absolutely. Use the charm in that way. And I feel like you're really on at this time in your life, so I, I'm liking that. But i really researching with the, um, with the grant energy because there, there's more information to come, okay? Okay. I sure will. Awesome. Thank you. That was so informative. You're welcome. Thank you, Melissa. Great. And I love the show. Can you keep me on so I can still listen? Yes, yes. I'm just going to put you on, on mute here, but I'll keep you right on. No problem. 
Awesome. Thank you. Good luck with that. You know, this is interesting because so far everyone's kind of in a good space. Now, if you're calling in and you're having difficulty, don't, like, hang up because you don't want to ruin the flow, <laughs> the flow of things. There's sort of different themes that happen on different days. And listen, we all go through up and down cycles, you know. I mean, sometimes, and sometimes, you know, sometimes these cycles just last what can seem like forever. I had a really difficult cycle that went from 2008 through to 2012, you know, on and off. But it, it was a long time. I got to tell you, it was one of the longest difficult periods I experienced. Okay, got two more calls. I want to try to get both of you guys in. Uh, uh, anyone else, I would not suggest calling. We won't be able to get you, but I do have two other callers already on wait. I'm going to take these guys. Um, okay, come on. There we go. 424, welcome to Snake Oil Radio. Hi, Jim. It's Catherine. Hi, Catherine. Have you called in before? No. No, never oh, did. Yes? Oh, never did? New, oh, newbies today. Okay. Catherine, when's your date of birth, day of month? 17. Seven seventeen. Okay, so we got a cancer on the line here. Okay, very good. So, all right, Catherine, tell me what you wanted to ask about today. Uh, well, you know, there's some, um, I would say, changes coming up for me, and one of them is home. So I was listening to what you had to say about the Jupiter retrograde, right, and definitely right. I'm, I'm visiting that whole that whole um, area of my life. And I also am looking to start my own business. So those are two things for me. I'd like to kind of get a, a quick look-see on the success. Of okay, great. All right. So let me mention, too, for cancer, positive pull of cancer is I feel, and the negative is I brood, which is just cancer's tendency to get caught sometimes in um, like when something hurt you, you guys can get stuck for a while in that sense. This is the nature of the beast, so to speak. But as I've said this before to many people, you know, it's very funny because people would say, oh, you got to watch out for cancers are really overly sensitive. Listen, you guys, cancer is a cardinal water sign, which means if you're a cardinal sign, it means not only do you end up in charge of yourself, but you're probably going to end up being in charge of other people on top of it. So anyone that tells you that cancer is a weak sign, just punch them in the face. Well, don't punch them in the face. (laughs) But but ignore that ridiculousness. Completely not true. Not a weak sign. You know what I mean? Cardinal signs are not weak. That's that's ridiculous. Okay. So here's what I'm getting. I agree. I I agree 100%, Jim. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I mean, you know, of course, with the weak sign, silliness. Um, So I pulled a couple of chart cards. I also pulled the runestone for you. Um, Mother of Swords comes up reversed in the past. Meaning, you know, that, you know, a lot of the changes that you're making and that you're considering can have to do with, um, with uh, you know, on, on a positive level, it's almost like you're using the negative to motivate you to move forward in some respects in your life. It could be difficult people or, you know, old thought patterns in your own self that you're working through and, and transforming. Uh, the um, hierophant comes up in your presence, which means there is a part of you that's kind of the teacher, the responsible one part of you that, you know, has a very traditional approach to things in some respects in a very positive way. Um, And the Ace of Swords comes up in the next couple of months, which means you're going to become very, very decisive about what it is that you're going to do. But here's what I'm also hearing, because I pulled a rune for you and it came up, the rune of flow reversed. And what that basically means is you have to be careful at this point in your life about excessive striving. In other words, I, I'm almost hearing like, yeah, does that make sense? Yes, I do understand that. 
yeah, about changing too much too quickly. That's it's mm-hmm. sort of like going against the flow. But it doesn't mean mm-hmm. that you're not to take action as much as it suggests that idea that you really want to trust your intuition on, in the yeah. process at this point in the game. But I feel like mm-hmm. you guys are saying to me, it's like almost like one thing at a time. Um, mm. Channel your energy on towards a thing that's most important and get that taken care of. You can mm. do some note working on the other area, and then that mm. will click into place in the next couple of months as well. But it's showing me a very, like the image I'm getting is very pragmatic in your approach to this. But I am hearing that once you have decided it actually will really start to flow and move forward rapidly once you actually begin to really put those things into play. So I'm just feeling like um, it's almost like the, uh, I think the home thing is very important to you right now. Like I'm, I really think that that's a very significant thing that you feel like you're in a comfortable space. And right. once that's in play, um, are you living by yourself or with someone? I'm actually living with someone. Mm-hmm. As a plan Why do you ask? With them or, yeah, because I, I think that that's, that uh, it, 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 you consider a positive influence or a little bit tr- troublesome sometimes? Um, you know, it's been, I've been questioning it, and it yeah. really hasn't been bad. I, I, I think um, some of my irritation is because of the other people around. I mean, there's more than just the two of right. us. Right, absolutely. And I really want my own space. For God's sakes, you know, and yeah, I, uh, and then the I, and then the I, other part of that is that Venus going retrograde makes me wonder whether I'm going to have to take another step to the fi- you know, not the final step, but you know, like a, a bigger uh, the the final uh, I'm finally home kind of deal. Right, absolutely, and I I, I think what I'm kind of hearing is I think a lot of this is like in, in the in the relationship area, it's it's really about getting kind of clarity in how you communicate with each other in that sense. Right. Um, I, I'm still like there's just a couple of areas where the energy is blocked up, but I don't really think that it's bad necessarily either. You know what right. I mean? I just think it's more like stuff that has to be tweaked in that sense, yeah. in that way. So that's what I'm kind of hearing. I don't see a breakup. I don't see, you know what I mean? I don't see a get out syndrome as much as, you know what I mean? Okay. It feels like more like it's, it's workable in that sense. Yeah. I just think there's a lot of, I keep hearing that there's a lot of opinions around you and people with points of view. And, uh, uh-huh. you know, some of it's good, some of it's just bullshit. You know what I mean? Right. Like sometimes you've got to right. know when half the stuff you're being fed is useless in that sense. But mm-hmm. that's what they're saying. You know, work on the, the business element, and you're going to get a lot of movement around that in February. But I feel like oh. the home thing is, is where the energy needs to go because once that's really settled, and a lot of it just has to do with, well, for you, you need to retreat even when you're with someone for sanity. Like, that's just your own thing. Right. You don't have to feel bad about that. Right. Don't explain that to anybody. That's oh, no, no, part no. Of, of who you are. Yeah. Exactly. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so oh. do you, just, just, just as a one last clarification, do you, uh, is the energy uh, more about, do you feel that it would be a step um, to another step? Yeah, it, 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 it's like it is. It's like I keep getting an image of like stepping stones from one yeah. place to the next, and each step you take, then the next step gets clear. 
And, yeah. and that's how it is. And then there's a real decisiveness that I see that you'll understand what I'm talking about in the late part of yeah. the winter where you're just like, bingo, this is what I'm doing. Here's how I'm doing it. And I, I like that. So, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. That's what I keep thank getting. You. So thank you so much for yeah. that validation. Excellent. And thank by the way, you. I was the one who said Sagittarians rock. Um, yeah, oh, did you? Okay. Excellent. <laughs> right. I, I, Good. I have my, my oldest son is a Sagittarian and he and I, just, you know, we get into conversations and we can talk all night long. Um, and, I, you know, I never, I, I, I don't see talking as a bad thing. It's <laughs> No, no, absolutely <laughs> right. Yeah. Excellent. Good. So you, I like yeah, vegetarians. I think they, work. they rock. They're honest, straightforward. They give us the information. They're higher-minded. Right. Um, and they're down to earth at the same time. I love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'll take that as a compliment as a Sagittarius. Yeah. Anyway, so excellent. Thank you, darling. All right. I'll put you on hold here. Thanks okay, for the talk. Hey, I'm going to – great, great. Thank you. That was great. Uh, I'm going to take one more call, even though we're gonna, they're going to cut us off in the show, but I want to take that last uh, caller here. So, uh, guys, if you're – I'm going to just finish up, and I'm going to take my last caller here and give them five minutes to – even though I'm not sure if they'll, they'll hold us on record – uh, it won't. It just won't archive record. So, uh, but if you're uh, if you're not ready to get in my column, email me at venturasage at yahoo.com. Any information about services stuff, go to jimventura.com. Uh, I won't be here next week because it's Thanksgiving, but I'll be here the week after with my column show, and we'll go from there. Okay. So, uh, I want to thank everyone for the calls, and I'm going to take this one last call and give them five minutes, also since they patiently waited. Five one zero. Hello. How are you today? Hi there. I'm good, thanks. This is Camille good. in Alameda, California. Hey, Camille. How are you? Are you uh, are you my Facebook friend, too, aren't you? Yes, yes, yes. I commented yeah. on one of your posts the other day. <laughs> I think you yeah, posted yeah. one of you that did that with the whitest, the, um, the white, oh, I the was whitest laughing my ass. The whitest photos or something. The whitest photos yeah. ever. You know what, that's what's so funny is I love, I love when people are able to, like, I love to make fun of my race and everything mm-hmm. about me constantly. And I hate people when they can't do that. I think I'm yeah. half Italian. I joke about Italians. I'm half German. I joke about that. I'm gay. I joke about that. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, people need to relax a little bit and understand how ridiculous we all are at the same exactly. time and, uh, and find the exactly. humor in it. So I very much appreciated that. So excellent. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So uh, what's your yeah. question? Oh, my birthday is 713, and my question is, now that um, I'm becoming more interdirected and I'm shutting out all of the BS that I've heard, you know, from other people about everything, now that I'm doing that, am I getting back on track with my house? With your house? Yes. Okay. There was a lot of yes. drama and gossip around me and my house, and you know, getting yeah. not comfortable with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that you know, it's funny because what I'm hearing is, you know, you you do you, you care taking for children? No, I just have one child. I okay. take care of one little kid. Tis mine. Okay. But that, and, and I hear a child in the in the back. Okay. Yeah. Um, but what's what I'm hearing is what you guys are saying to me is. You may be taking care of one child, but you've got a lot of children around you. Right? Oh, yes. You can definitely. take that complimentary, or you can understand the sarcasm that's in that statement as well, too, about having a lot of children oh, around you. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You, you can't check, because I, 
I pulled an animal totem for you, and I want to tell you what the animal totem is, and this will probably be a big help to um, some of the people around you as well. And what I'm, and then I'll tell you a couple of tarot cards that I pulled for you also. So let me tell you what animal comes up as your totem during this period. It actually comes up a ram. Okay. And the ram is the totem. So the ram is about accomplishment, by the way. But in this case, it comes up reversed, which means there's a little bit of a test in the energy with the ram energy right now. So I want to read this to you. And I hope some of my other listeners are still on listening here. I think you guys are because you're going to really like this message for Camille that she's putting herself on the line for because I think everybody can learn from it. Okay. This is what the – it means sacrifice, breakthrough, and achievement. So it's strong reverse, though, so it means you've got to kind of adjust the energy still. So this is what he suggests, uh, the, the writer of the book suggests. She says, this card suggests that although a part of you may enjoy competition, locking horns with a friend or enemy, you may be called upon to make a sacrifice. Sometimes letting go, however painful, can open the door to a new life that you never thought you could achieve, rather than banging your head against a brick wall. See, it's possible for you to walk around it. Alternatively, it, should, it could be that you should be moving in a different direction, and the brick wall is there for a reason, even if you cannot figure out why just yet. Ask yourself this question. Where do I feel really at home? Follow your instincts and practical nature to create a home around you that is truly comfortable and truly yours. Okay. Now, isn't that, yeah. isn't that really trippy and cool that that card came up because it's like literally yeah. about the question that you're asking about? So I love that. Yeah. Um, and what I got when I pulled a couple of tarot cards for you is I got the star comes up reversed, which means, you know, you may, have been, you may be experiencing a little bit of, of, of depression or a sense of not being as fulfilled as you want right. in some respects right. and, and where you should right. be at this point in your life. But what comes up next is the tower reversed, which means things are getting ready to change. Um, the good news okay. about the tower in the reverse position is actually easier than in its upright position because it, it means, like, there's some difficulties, but there are changes that are coming, but they're very manageable, almost like it's like a chess game where you're five steps ahead and you see it happening and you use it as, as a, in, in right. your process of maneuvering somehow. So you'll be able to maneuver this situation but I feel like there is a lot of movement coming in that sense. Mm. But I think you're sensing it and you're feeling it in some respects as well. And I think what, right, so right. the RAM is still about achieving something, but it usually has a lot to do with looking at whether you're like, you know, whether that, that like they exactly said, like you're banging your head against a wall here, whether there's right. certain people or things you can't move. And maybe rather than keep trying, sometimes it's like, you know what, I'm good there. I'm going to stop putting my energy in that area. I'm going to walk around it and go in a little bit of a different direction with it. I feel like that's about okay. to click. So, okay, okay. That makes sense? I can, I can see that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it is. You know, sometimes we're like, even when we're really right about something, it's still almost in your best interest to just say, you know what, even if I'm right, I don't really want to battle anymore in that sense. Yeah with a situation, you know what I mean? That's often kind of a maneuver. Yeah, I mean, I went through this myself a couple years back. I was just killing myself to pay off credit cards. I mean, like juggling multiple jobs and never getting out of the water with it. And then the light bulb, your spirit kept telling me, it was like, you know what, just stop doing it. And I was like, how do you just stop? Well, I exchanged having no credit for being drowning in debt. And uh, I got to tell you, best decision I ever made. Best mm. thing I ever did. It's so, I, I just live mm. a cash existence now. I don't 
buy things on credit. I pay for it when I have it. And I have to tell you, I mean, it's just amazing not to have that in my life anymore. And I just rammed my head against it over and over again like an idiot, you know what I mean, in a way where I just could not. But that's what began to dawn on me. I was like, look at how much debt I had and how much I was working. I was like, I'd have to work like 80 hours a week to get or win the lottery <laughs> to get out. Right, right. You know what I mean? What am I doing here? You know what I mean? I, so I think we go through these different types of things, and that's the thing about what the RAM brings up. Is, it means you're about to achieve something, but it really is getting okay. in touch with really what is, what's, you know, what's home for you. Okay. Okay? Yeah, this is home. Yeah, so it's the RAM reverse, star reverse, and tower reverse. Right. Absolutely. The tower reverse is, like I said, is actually kind of easier because it usually means like a lot of the changes that are getting ready to happen, it's like you've seen them coming. Like, you know what I mean? You smelled it, you sensed it, you knew it was going to go there, and it could look negative, but it really isn't. It actually will be yeah. kind of favorable in that sense. And uh, you, you'll, you'll see. And I'm getting a lot in this relating to the home, to business, to your life in general. You guys are saying to me, take advantage of the difficulty, find a way to do that. Um, in a sense where it can benefit you. Um, right. And, and just think on, think on that in that way, and, and a lot of little light bulbs will come on around uh, around that process. Yeah, like, you know, I mean, I... Of the, well, go that, on, go on. Yeah, I was going to say, a lot of... Like, I've run across people that have real talents and abilities, and their problem mm-hmm. isn't that they're not really talented, it's they don't know how to charge for it. Of course. Like, they don't know how to convert yeah. it from one place to the next. You know what I mean? And that's where they're, they're blocked. So a lot of times it, it does it has to do with figuring that out, but it also has to do with looking at your ability to receive and being okay. open to that yeah. too. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Thanks. Cool. Awesome. All right. Excellent. Thank you okay. for calling. It was good chatting with you again. Absolutely. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Have a great day, Camille. Thanks. Another cancer. Uh yeah, she's uh, she posts some. Uh, I have a, I should have put it up. I'll do it in the next show. Um, if you if you sign up for my newsletter, you'll also see I have a, a Facebook link. If you're on Facebook, if you click an I like on my fan page, you'll get to see my Facebook updates and things, which is really good, by the way, too, guys, because um, I do a lot of specials and promotions through Facebook. Whenever I have slow weeks, a lot of times I'll do heavily discounted readings, so you can take advantage of those when you see them on Facebook. Although I haven't been slow for weeks now, but I still will do them from time to time. Okay. We're out of time here. Uh, I'm glad I got on my calls, and thank you for all the calls today. Very positive energy today and really a lot of forward movement, and I'm really glad to hear that. So have a great day, guys. I won't be here next week. We'll be here the following uh, Thursday, and I'll do my live column read, my Christmas column. Uh, I won't be probably only be able to take one or two calls. I take less calls on that show, but we'll talk a little bit about Christmas and the holidays next time. So have a great day.